Welcome to the Local Dreamer Podcast. I'm your local dreamer, Lila. Thank you for tuning in here. If this is your first episode, I would recommend, just from feedback that I got, it wasn't intended, but it seems that episode one, two, and three have layered nicely up until this point. So if you wanna go back and get your funnel flip, you can, but it's not necessary. Moving on in this podcast realm, (laughs) podcast realm, this is where we're at right now, and we are pursuing wisdom today. This episode is sponsored by Wisdom. Do you want to find treasure? Do you want happiness? Do you want something that's better than gold? Do you want to find life? Do you want something that's better than weapons of war? Get wisdom. Wisdom. That's what the Bible says wisdom is. Better than weapons of war. It's where we find our treasure, happiness. It's better than gold. And it's where we find life. Yes, I want wisdom. Can I have some? And where do I buy it? One morning, I woke up with this urgent, repeat feeling of needing wisdom to the point of desperation that I couldn't even decide what to eat in the morning. All I knew in my spirit was I needed wisdom. And this was my prayer. This was my petition. This was my call in my spirit to God. I need wisdom. Wisdom in the morning. Wisdom on how to think. Wisdom on what to eat. Wisdom on where to spend time. I need wisdom on how to garden, wisdom on how to parent, wisdom on how to raise chickens, wisdom in the hard things, wisdom in the easy. I need wisdom every moment. I invite wisdom to come and join me, come live my life with me. Because what could one accomplish or what could one become if wisdom was there telling me which way to run? Because if I knew which way every day, I would live with passion. I'd move with confidence, I'd sprint and I'd never walk. Knowing fully I'm in the right place at the right time, always on time. I love you, wisdom. I honor you, wisdom. I invite you into my life to come and live my life with me because I need you, wisdom. I prayed that while I was washing dishes and it was just a helpless prayer of, I need you. I can't even decide what to eat this morning. And it wasn't a, I don't want to eat and I'm depressed and I don't know what to eat because I don't care about myself. It was a literal, like, I don't even know what is good for me anymore. For one, I'm just lied to about everything through marketing and what's organic and what's not. There's so much just information out there and I don't even know what's real anymore. I This world is telling me one thing and people are saying another and there's just so much going on in the swirl and the chaos of this world. Today, I don't even know what to eat. It says organic, but is it organic, God? I don't know because I want to eat something organic, but just because it says organic, it doesn't mean it's organic. And just going back to just, I don't even know what is what anymore. And it just brought me into a place where I don't even know how to raise these chickens. I raise chickens, I know. COVID pushed me into raising chickens. So if all of you are wondering why is Lila raising chickens, the COVID 2020 pandemic nonsense that hit us in the face, that made me have to have a stress reliever, which was going outside and wasting time, blowing time, pouring money, energy, mental effort, creativity, everything in me 
going into these chickens because I could not stand what was happening around me. So that is why I'm a chicken lady. And even a passionate, frustrated, angry chicken lady that I might have been, I still need wisdom to even keep these chickens alive. (laughs) But anyways, the reality is I really need wisdom. And this was just literally my heart's cry in the morning while I was just washing dishes, looking out the window of just, God, I need wisdom. I do. I need it for myself. And later that day, I kid you not, this is not a lie. I saw my kids playing around and I didn't think anything of it. And, you know, I try not to be a helicopter mom too much. I want to give them some freedom. They're 11 and 13 at the time. And my son's on his way to turn 14. And he was doing something in the garage and I didn't want to make a big fuss about anything. I'm out there doing my chickens best my as I can, living my life, you know, minding my own business. And him and his friends are in the garage and... I just popped my head in and I was like, you know what, you guys, you can use the microwave because we have a microwave. My dad bought my daughter a microwave, which she was super stoked on because I didn't want to have a microwave. So we put it downstairs because our house is too small anyways to put it in the real kitchen. So we put it in the garage downstairs and, you know, if you want to use a microwave, that's fine. Just use it, but don't stand in front of it. So I didn't know if they were going to make snacks or whatever popcorn. I don't know. The microwave is down there. They were down there. And I just popped my head in and I'm like, Hey guys, can you just not stand in front of the microwave while you're doing whatever you're doing? I don't even know what you're doing, but please just don't stand in front of it. If you turn that microwave on. Yeah. Okay, mom. So later on that day, my son's very excited to show me what him and his friends were working on. And I, I about died watching what I watched. So they started their own YouTube channel and this was their first post and they proceed to do dumb repeat TikTok challenges of putting different types of metal into the microwave and watching what happens and doing their YouTube hyper attitudes that they watch all the other YouTubers do like, oh my gosh, you guys did that, like dude, perfect energy of just like really hyper but they're keeping that hype and they keep on keeping that hype by putting a candy wrapper in their microwave and it flashes a fire. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what are you guys doing? Are you serious? We're watching this. He was very excited to show it to us. And then they proceed to put a bag of chips that's open, but the bag of chips, it has that metallic material. And sure enough, they're like, oh my gosh, no way. And so you see more sparks flying and they're even telling the camera, we heard that you shouldn't put metal in a microwave, but let's see what happens. And then they went on to put a ball of tin foil and other metal objects inside the microwave and pushing the cook button and not just keeping their face there and filming themselves, but all of them are standing around so close and in the frame of the camera, you can see three gas tanks for the dirt bikes. And I was so thankful for one, that nothing bad happened to my son or our our friend, son or my daughter, but it was just like, oh my gosh, like literally playing with fire above gasoline. I've never felt so speechless and mind blown in my whole entire life. It was really hard to watch. 
my response was like, that's it. We need wisdom. Wisdom, where are you? Wisdom, come here now. Wisdom, get in our house. You're part of our family. Join the Metzgers. Wisdom is now part of the Metzger family. Come on, wisdom, get in here. What I just saw was what it looks like to have no wisdom. And it hit me hard. It wasn't even funny. And had the Lord not prepared my heart that morning, bringing me to my knees and my realization of how desperately I need wisdom. Like he really, it was a personal thing that I had this different reaction, obviously, instead of just being mad and apparent and like punishing and this and that, that wasn't, my heart was already in a different place because of what God did with me earlier that day, that when I saw what they were showing me, my, my, my knee jerk reaction wasn't just getting a normal angry, which I would, but I was just like, that's it. We need wisdom. And so from that point on, I put up scriptures in my house on wisdom. Wisdom was now part of our family. If, and it says in James, if you don't have wisdom, if you lack it, then you go to God who gives generously and he will give you generously without finding fault, without saying you are so dumb, you need wisdom. He doesn't find you at fault for being dumb. Just confess that you need wisdom and he will give it to you. And so that was just, whoo, I was just like hit face to face with the, what the lack of wisdom looks like and just my heart's cry for wisdom and how we all need wisdom. I need wisdom as a woman. I need wisdom as a mother. I need wisdom on how to feed myself. And I'm a grown woman. I need wisdom on how to shop. I can't even begin to make the right choices of what to bring home into my house. Like I need wisdom on what to buy, where to buy. I need wisdom on how I parent and how I raise chickens and how I grow a tomato plant. Like in every step of my day, I'm just realizing I need wisdom. But how much more do my children need wisdom? They are young and they are immature and they need wisdom. They need wisdom in all things too, from like what to do and what not to do, what's appropriate, what's inappropriate. How are they even going to navigate this in this day and age? Nobody, this is not being taught in the school books. Wisdom is not in the school books. And then my husband, it's like he's the man of the house. Husband needs wisdom too. We all know husband needs wisdom. Much wisdom is needed for husband. <laughs> Caveman husband need wisdom. Um, just kidding. He runs a business. He he has to run the show and oversee many different people with many different life dynamics and schedules and all kinds of stuff. Like only wisdom can come in and give you the right thing at the right time to say and to do and to be and everything. Wisdom is everything and we all need it. This is something pressing in me and it's like an urgency to get the word out that we need wisdom. We need wisdom, people. We need wisdom. You need wisdom. You need wisdom. We need it. We need it bad. If you don't know this already, the kingdom of God is backwards. The Bible says that the first will be last and the last will be first. Those who exalt themselves will be brought low and it's the humble that will be raised up. The wisdom of God is foolishness to this world. Someone pursuing the wisdom that comes from God above earthly wisdom or knowledge is looked 
down upon. You're looked at like you're careless, irresponsible, and you're wasting your time. But there's a quote. It says, it's better to have no education and be wise than to be highly educated and not have wisdom. Just because you're smart doesn't mean you have wisdom. And the wisdom that I'm talking about is a wisdom that comes from God alone. No college, no school, no textbook is going to teach you the wisdom of God. Wisdom is something that cannot be taught by man. There can be examples and manifestations and proof of wisdom, but we only get to see the fruit of wisdom. We don't actually get to give wisdom away. I can function in wisdom, but I can't pass on my wisdom that comes from God. Everyone, each little one needs to go and have their cup out and let God pour it into their cup from God, from the source. And that is the only way. There can be no one man, one school, one way. There can be no a religion of wisdom that just dishes out wisdom to everyone. No school's going to be out there just dishing out wisdom in their lectures. They cannot do that. The wisdom that I'm talking about, the wisdom that comes from God can only be given by God. And that's something that we need to, I'm just trying to encourage my kids, go and ask God, hey, psst, psst, you, you did that. That wasn't very wise. Go ask God for wisdom. You really, really need it. So do your best to go to God and get wisdom and encourage everyone around us that we cannot make it in this time without it. We need wisdom like never before. And so wisdom come and live through me. In Isaiah 11, there's a scripture that talks about the seven spirits of God. If you've never heard of that, that's something that you can explore. It's Isaiah chapter 11. It starts around verse 2. It says, The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of power, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. So it breaks out that there are seven spirits that will rest upon. They're talking about the coming Messiah in Isaiah these are seven spirits of the Lord that we have access to through the Messiah, through Jesus. And this is something that you can spin off and go into the Hebrew of all of these different uh, seven spirits. So there's the spirit of the Lord, which is a spirit in and of itself, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of power, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of the fear of the Lord. So imagine just holding a deck of cards that looks like one deck and you just fray out the cards like a fan and there's seven different cards that you could pick one and we're picking wisdom today. This is closing the deck, putting it back. This is all part of the one true God. Don't get me wrong here. So I'm going to share the picture of what wisdom revealed to me and how she introduced herself to me as I invited wisdom to come and make herself known in my life. In my vision of wisdom, I saw wisdom and she was a person. She was a woman. She was a woman wearing a red thin robe. She was very regal and thin and slender, really beautiful. 
And she walked in to a dance studio, just like a very prestigious dance studio teacher would, like one of those New York dance instructors. She was the instructor, and I was the only student. She didn't even speak to me. She put her things down and removed her outer cover, which was that red robe. She put it on the side, and she was left standing there with her tights on and a leotard, and she just began doing some movement. She was a dance teacher, and I was the student. She would do a movement, and then she would wait for me to mirror it. She'd do another movement, and she'd wait for me to repeat it. As a patient dance teacher, she would join movement to movement only as fast as I go. So if she raised her arm up, I'd raise my arm up. And if she went down and then to the left, then I would go down. But if I wasn't getting the left part, then she would start back over. Up, down, left. And this is how it went. And at first, it was just one movement for one movement. And then it was two. And then it was three. And then I made it to a full eight count. And then she would do it a little faster and I would copy a little faster. And then we put it all together and then she would give me the eye and we'd do the whole combination together at the same speed on the same time. My confidence would build and I felt like, oh, I can do this, I got this. And then things shifted, the choreo ended. I mirrored the next move as she did it, but she hadn't taught it to me yet but I knew what she was going to do. And then the next move, that move was also in sync. And I thought to myself, how strange would it be if I created a dance and showed up to teach my dance students. And as I was beginning to show them the first count, they would do it with me. But I'm like, how would you even know that? Cause you haven't even seen it yet. And I made this up, I'm the teacher, but they knew and they could join me. They knew what move was coming next and they would do it with me as I did it. And how weird would it be to be moving and have a child staring back at you while they moved with you, mirroring your each and every move, every reach they'd reach, every wave they were waving with you, every fan, every blade, every turn and kick and spin. Oh my gosh, that would be crazy. I'm a dance teacher and if I showed up knowing I made a dance up and I'm gonna teach it today, nobody else has seen it and these kids, are doing my choreography as I show them the first move for the first time and we continue doing everything I had prepared, that is where I realized this is what it looks like. This is what living with wisdom really looks like. Wisdom is dancing through this life in sync with the choreographer. You start out slow, pausing to ask yourself, what would wisdom do? And then you do it. And you make choices without forcing it and without striving, with being humble enough to be taught, you begin to take on wisdom style. You begin to move like wisdom and groove like wisdom. You pick up the nuances and the uniqueness of wisdom and without even realizing it, you aren't copying wisdom. You are one with wisdom. You are one with wisdom, dancing in sync, dancing combinations of moves you've never seen. It's as if a spirit has influenced your movement and you have the mind of someone else. Your dance with wisdom is translated to your life on earth in what you do, what choices you make, how you know the right timing and when you see the wrong timing. 
Dancing this dance with wisdom almost seems telepathic because I am still myself, but by learning from wisdom herself, I begin to learn how she leads and I begin to lead the dance in myself with her. We are dancing in unison, a dance that I've never seen, just like we're living a life no one has ever seen. We can live our life out of an animalistic instinct, which easily becomes reactive and fearful, or we can live our life moving with grace in sync with wisdom itself. That was my encounter with wisdom, which I am very grateful for. And if you didn't notice that timing is everything with wisdom, when you begin to feel the timing fall into place, as you pursue a relationship and cultivating your connection with wisdom, you're going to feel yourself fall into wisdom's timing. Once you sync your life with wisdom, your timing is synced and you're going to begin to feel like you fell into a groove. That to me is evidence that wisdom is present in your life. When you begin to fall into a flow and a groove in your life, in your timing, you're just riding that wave and living in the sweet spot of life. It is going to be inevitable that as we live a life of wisdom, that we draw eyes to our life. Because this world is going to marvel. This world is going to be in awe and wonder. They are going to be questioning, how did you have that solution? How did you know that was the right timing to make that decision? How did you even know to make that decision? How did you know to go there at that time? There's going to be so many testimonies coming out of people who have danced a dance with wisdom and allowed wisdom to manifest in their life and be shown in this natural world. The world is going to be so excited to see wisdom in action. They are going to run to us and go, how did you know that? What is it that you do? Tell me. They are going to be asking us how to get the kind of wisdom that we have. And when that happens, let us not, let me not, Forget where this dance started. This dance started in a private studio, one-on-one, me pursuing my connection with wisdom. It was just about us. And as I began to dance the dance with wisdom, I started to draw an audience. People started to look. People started to marvel and wonder at what the heck's going on in my life. And as that happens, let us not forget that this happened because we are connected, eyes locked in sync with wisdom. Let us not step out of sync and shake hands and see who came to look at us. (laughs) Let us not break our eyes away from wisdom and use our eyes to look out to see how many people showed up, how many people are watching, how many people are listening, how many people care about what I'm doing. Let us just say right now, who cares? I don't care. What I care about is staying in step and in time and in sync with wisdom. That's what I care about. Our family, our friends, our community, and even the world will glean the benefits of us living a life of wisdom. So if you don't have wisdom, ask God for it. It says in James, he gives generously without finding fault. So just ask for it. And if you have it or once you have it, Pursue it, cultivate it, and most of all, protect it. God, give us all wisdom because we need it. 
And I just say for myself, I love you, wisdom. I honor you, wisdom. Wisdom, you're welcome to live in my life and through my life, to dance your dance through my body, to bless this world through the dance that you give me for my life. I'm excited to see what everyone's dance looks like and I want to just remind you, enjoy what it is your dance turns out to be. It's going to be a good one. 